My Seven Chakras, Episode One Forty Two. The greatest part of our happiness depends on our disposition, not our circumstances. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head, for thousands of years. This ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers, and could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to my seven chakras, and now your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's up, action takers? AJ here, and we are back to the show where we dive deep into the ocean of the ancient world and uncover nuggets of wisdom—wisdom wisdom that will provide you a completely new perspective and will allow you to take action. Because we believe that knowledge becomes powerful. Only when you act on it. This is the show Action Tribe, where we believe that science and spirit go hand in hand, and that failure is always the stepping stone to success. Action Tribe, we have a really powerful episode in store for you today. But before that, let me ask you this: What are you grateful for today? Let me start by saying that I am really grateful to be alive today. I am grateful to be healthy, and I am grateful for the challenges that I've attracted in my life. You know, over the last couple of weeks, I've had a lot of challenges, technical and others as well. But I am happy that I have. T- Take some time to really overcome those obstacles and come back to record this show right now. Action Tribe, I want you to speak love into existence using the power of social media. So whether you are on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, tell the world what is that one thing or one person you are grateful for today using the hashtag my. Seven chakras, and let's speak love into existence. And with that, we are now ready to bring you our featured guest for today, Susan Finley. So, Susan, are you ready to inspire? Yes, I am. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So, Susan Finley is a certified life coach, author, teacher, and speaker, specializing in happiness, personal empowerment, spirituality, the law of attraction, and metaphysics. Susan is the author of the book entitled "Keys to Unlocking the Law of Attraction." Susan provides her clients with very practical, easy to understand, visionary tools, knowledge, and information in a very uplifting way. Some of these ways include helping her clients discover their passions, releasing blocks, limiting beliefs, discovering how to have more unconditional love of themselves and others, learning how to receive assistance from the higher realms, and empowering her clients with new healing techniques and modalities. Susan, I've told Action Tribe a little about you, but take about a minute and tell us a bit more about your story. Well, I have been a, a regular elementary teacher for 30 years, and I just recently retired. And when I was first deciding on my career, I wanted to be either a teacher, a counselor, or a, or go into music. So I decided, being at that time of my life, I decided being a teacher, I could do all three. Because when you're teaching, you can counsel children and counsel parents, and just about counsel yourself too. And I thought, and I went in. To teach, and I loved it. But then along came the life coaching careers, and I just automatically connected with life coaching because I thought that's what I was meant to do my whole life. And it's just I've been doing that for about five years now, and loving it. I, I started out. Um, I, I've taken many classes, and I'm learning all the time. I'm still learning and taking classes, and I'm speaking to different groups. I've spoken to ch- churches and metaphysical groups, and even libraries. And now I'm starting to speak on the radio. I'm very excited because I'm hoping to. Reach more people that way. Well, that is awesome. I think、uh, being a teacher is one of the most noblest professions and practices out there, and it's amazing that you are sort of、uh, taking your transferable skills, the experience that you've had already, and helping 
people in different avenues like you mentioned and taking one step at yes. a time so that's phenomenal yes. to start let me ask you this what is your favorite inspirational quote and how does that particular quote play out in your life I have a lot of favorite quotes but I I would say the one that speaks to me the most is this quote from Martha Washington and she says the greatest part of our happiness depends on our disposition not our circumstances and I think that's what people need to to believe and know right now because I believe our happiness depends on our outlook on life and not our life affecting our outlook and and to me too that's what our law the law of attraction is we really have to look at things differently than we've been looking at the last you know eons of time in our in our earth and if we can look at things in a, in a different way at least neutrally instead of horribly like some people think and i just think that our life is going to be a lot smoother and we're going to appreciate our life a lot more too i really love that quote you mentioned the greatest part of our life depends on our disposition not our circumstances and i think it's really true right the greatest part of our happiness uh-huh depends on our disposition not our circumstances wonderful and i think it's uh, so true a lot of us might get challenged might face obstacles because of the circumstances that we are in life but as we mentioned uh, life is all about taking action so because of some action we are here and because of our ability to take action our ability to look at things in a different way our ability to react to circumstances we are the ones that can lead us to that happiness state once again that state that we always wait for but again like you mentioned so correctly it depends on us so thanks a lot for that wonderful quote you're welcome so let's start with this what inspired you to write your book keys to unlocking the laws of attraction well that's a good question thank you well ever since i was young i always believed i could have anything i wanted and and i'm not saying this in an egotistical way because i I think everyone can have everything they want, but I found out not everybody thought this way. So as I got older, I started gathering information and paying attention to um, books coming out on the law of attraction and movies and in my own life, what worked in my own life. And I decided to help people that way so they could learn the tools on how to attract their best life. Because a lot of people just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're dismissing certain tools. We're all, we all have these abilities, but they just haven't been told these things when they were growing up. I know for sure when I was growing up, my parents didn't tell me, well, whatever you think, do and say is going to come back to you in your life. You're going to track that back. They never said that to me. So I just feel people need to be educated on this. And that's why I wrote this book because I think it really is very simply written. It's very easy to understand. It's not a really long book at all, but it has the, the most important basic tools, I think, for attracting the life that you want. Wonderful. Now we're going to start with a topic that goes hand in hand with the law of attraction, which is vibration. And I know that you teach people how to keep their vibrations high, something that might help people, especially in difficult times. And I'm sure many people want to know how exactly to keep their vibrations high. But before that, help us understand what does it feel like to have low vibrations? And then if you can contrast that with the feelings and emotions of someone with a higher vibration. Okay, that's a very good question. I think low vibrations, you may not even, many people may not even be aware that they are in lower vibrations. Mm. Um, They might feel sad 
or unhappy or jealous or angry. Those are all lower vibrations. We, we're so used to them, we may not know we're in them. But when you're in a higher vibration, pretend you're on a vacation laying on the beach. And the, and the sun is shining down and you may be sipping your favorite drink, a margarita, and, the, and it's just perfect. The sun's um, out and you just feel so good and you might feel tingly all over. Well, you feel love. You feel generous. You feel kind. You feel social. Higher vibrations make you feel like this. They just make you feel good all over. And the best way, the most practical way I can describe it is being on a vacation or a time that you felt love and happiness and joy. Got it. Now that you've clarified the difference between low vibration and higher vibration, and I love the fact that you mentioned that maybe lower vibrations are associated with sadness, jealousy, yes. or envy. Those are low vibration, but we might not even notice because right. that becomes our new normal. And then you obviously explained what it's like to feel those higher vibrations. Now that we learned that, let's talk about the how. Could you provide us a technique that would help us keep our vibrations high. Yes. I mean, there's many of them, but first of all, we had talked about this a little bit. Your thoughts really create your outer world. We have to be mindful. There's a mindfulness um, group now that are, it's really wonderful because it, it teaches you how to pay attention to how you're reacting to things in your world. And the thing is, everyone needs to know that everyone in the whole planet goes through hard times. Everyone does. Movie stars, presidents, everyone. We, we've came here on this planet to experience these things, even though we might kick and scream and say, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. We actually mm-hmm. did. We came here and we signed up for this to be on this planet, especially at this time in our life, because it's an awesome time to be on this planet right now. Um, the energies are very high coming in. And it. And the thing is, um, what happens is when the energies are so high and they're, they're coming in from the creator and all the divine, uh, many um, galactic teams are sending us higher vibration energies that are helping us. And the thing is, when they're coming in like this, what we think, do, and say, are manifesting a lot quicker, actually mm-hmm. 10 times quicker than in the year 2000. So if we're thinking we're, if we're thinking negative thoughts or we're angry, those things are going to come back to us a lot quicker. So we need to be aware of that because uh, if we're in joyful, higher vibrations, that is going to come back to us 10 times quicker than in the year 2000. So we just need to be mindful about how we're reacting to things. And um, many people have been told like, oh, let's react horribly. Let's let's just stomp and kick and cry when things when things don't go right. But now we need to be learning about how a different way to react. And deep breathing is a good thing. Just breathing three times. Breathing in. If you want to try this with me, I can do it with you. But what this sure. does is this connects with your soul. When you breathe three times, it automatically connects with who you are. It kind of disconnects with everything going around you. And then I can take you into something else. It's real short. But if you're going through a hard time or stressful time, just take a second and deep breathe. So let's, if, you, if you're willing to do this and your audience, whoever wants to do this, will just breathe in and we'll hold it for a count of four. And when you breathe in, breathe in through your whole body. Pretend your whole body is breathing. And then when you're breathing out, breathe out all the negativity, everything that you want to release. Pretend your whole body is releasing it. We'll just do that three times. Okay? Are we, are we ready? Sure. Okay, we'll take a deep breath. And we'll, and we'll count to four while we breathe because we're going to take a pretty long breath till four. Okay, let's take a deep breath. One, two, three, four. Hold it for four. One, two, three, four. Four, let it all out through your whole body. One, two, three, four. Let's do that again. Take another deep breath. One, two, three, four. Hold it for four. One, two, three, 
four, let it out with your whole body. One, all the negativity is flowing out. Two, three, four. One more time. Take a deep breath in with your whole body. One, two, three, four. Hold it for four. One, two, three, four. And release it now, all of it out. One, two, three, four. Now pretend it's a really hot, sunny day. It's 90 degrees and you have really warm clothes on and all of a sudden a beautiful lake appears in front of you and you just can't wait to jump in that lake. It just looks so inviting. So you take off your clothes and you have your bathing suit on underneath it and you just jump in and it feels so good. You just tip the breasts and you love the waves that are coming up and there's this big wave that you notice in back of you and it's coming right up behind you comes right up behind you and you can't wait till it comes. You just love it. And it goes right through your whole body though. It goes through your back, through your whole body, comes out your front and washes away all the remaining negativity that you might've felt through that day and just flows it out with the wave and it's all gone, poof. And now you can just swim and relax. So things like this that are very even short Mm. are so easy to do, but can kind of disconnect you from a lot of the pain people are in in the moment. And it just kind of gets you back to where you need to be with your soul, aligning you with your soul. Now, there's, there's many things you can do like this. This is just one of them. Um, you know, but that that is one of them, one of the little tools you can just pretend practice. Wonderful. So a couple of things here. You mentioned that the first step is to be mindful before finding out how is the best way to react. First of all, pay attention to how you are currently reacting to things around you. So be mindful. Step two would be start breathing deeply breathe in three times and then as you uh, guided us through this exercise basically disconnecting with the world around us for a couple of seconds and i love that you focused on visualizing or imagining all the negativity moving out of the body especially you know during while we're breathing out so i felt it uh, and i think it was really effective now i'm sure that many of our listeners have heard the terms manifestation manifesting your ideal life peak health financial condition and prosperity so So firstly, is it really possible to manifest the life of our dreams? I really do believe it's possible. That's what my book is all about. It's Mm. really possible to have anything you want. If it's in, if it's for your greatest and highest good. And most of the things we want that bring us joy really are for our greatest and highest good. That's why they're speaking to us. That, And I'm talking about a deeper level, mm. a soul that give us the soul qualities of love and happiness and freedom and joy. Ask yourself if what you want brings you these soul qualities. And I've got a lot of soul qualities listed in my book. There's like three pages of them. And whatever you want, you may want that because of a certain soul quality. That's why I always attach soul qualities whenever I'm asking for something to see if it's just something that's superficial, mm. like, oh, I just need a new car to show off to somebody. But maybe you really do need a car for transportation. Maybe you really yearn for a soulmate, for someone to have joy with and learn from. And so it's always a good idea, I think, when you're trying to manifest or attract what you want into your life to say the soul qualities that you are yearning for when you ask for the things you want, because your soul recognizes these qualities more than a new car mm. or more than a soulmate. It will recognize those qualities the thing will bring you or the people will bring you but um yes that 
I th- hope that answers your question a little bit. Wonderful. So based on what you shared, it seems like sometimes we have these goals X, Y, and Z. Uh, and while we make attempts to reach these goals, what's really happening is our soul is trying to get closer to that soul quality or qualities. So could you give us an example or two examples of some soul qualities that exist? Yes. I'm going to see if I can read some of these here for you. Sure. Joy. What brings you joy? What brings you more love, unconditional self-love and love of others? What thing or person or things, jobs even, more bliss, more optimism in your life, more passion for your life, perfect health? What would bring you more wholeness and perfect health? Playfulness. These are all soul qualities. Your soul loves these. Your soul actually wants you to be happy. Um, more freedom. What, what would bring you more freedom in your life? More relaxation. That's a soul quality. More abundance, financial abundance and abundance of other things that you want. More peace, more balance in your life, more courage. That's a biggie for a lot of people now. A lot of people are stepping up to their courage right now. More compassion for others. More patience. That's a good one too. Forgiveness. That's a biggie. More forgiveness. What would allow you to have more forgiveness? More more hope. More gratitude. More kindness. There's so many of them. But I always think that's so important because your soul is recognizing these mm-hmm. um, quicker than the things that you're asking for. But these things are, are there because your soul wants you to experience these things with the things you're asking. So it's always a good idea. And I, I do believe everyone can have pretty much whatever they want, but we've just been held back for so long having people tell us, no, 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 you can't have this. You can't have that. Who do you think you are? You're not, you're not this movie star. You're not. And I think that we need to change our attitudes and we just mm-hmm. need to relearn this again about who we are. We're and what I believe you are, we're extensions of the creator. We're here creating. We're here learning and having experiences, but we're also creating. And I think sure. that's the biggest reason and, and anchoring love on the planet right now. I think those are the biz- biggest reasons we've come here and we can have anything we want. We just don't want ourselves to hold us back. Sometimes we are holding us back. That's one of the pitfalls I was going to talk about. Sometimes we hold ourselves back or we allow others to to block our happiness. And we just need to relearn this. Thanks a lot for clarifying that. Now, there are some people who really thoroughly completely believe in the law of attraction. I believe that it exists and it's powerful. And there are some people who say that law of attraction doesn't really work. For someone who's tried manifesting in the past without really powerful results, what are some common pitfalls that a person needs to avoid when attempting to manifest their dreams? Well, a lot of times fear comes in because of the past. That is working with your subconscious. And and I can help people with that. But basically, I can tell you this. If you have fears, and a lot of times your fears will come up by what you think and what you say, what you should do is just change your fears around and make it an af- a positive affirmation, such as if you feel you don't love yourself. A lot of people have that issue that they feel they're not lovable because of what they've mm-hmm. been told. Turn it around into an affirmation, something like, I deserve to be loved just the way I am. I am total pure love. I'm aligning myself 100% with my highest potential. If you turn it around and say these things for 30 days in a row, your subconscious will actually change the way it feels about you loving yourself. You can actually do that yourself. If you spend time, it's a little work because you have to actually say it every day. And they say the more you say it, 
it brings you more power. And if you say these affirmations out loud, they even bring you more power. But you want to change your subconscious around because your subconscious can hold you back. And your subconscious isn't necessarily your fault. It's just something that you've picked up along the way in many past lives, I believe in past lives. And we need to just change these. Mm. And a lot of times, if if we say things 30 days in a row or and or 51% of our energies are going toward what we want, we're going to definitely create it. But in other words, that's a little work on our part, putting more power into these statements about who we are. So whenever you feel yourself thinking you're not worthy or you're not worthy of money, turn it around into a positive affirmation and say it three times a day for at least 30 days. Your subconscious is like a computer and the computer has been programmed by you. You may not be aware of how you're programming it, but or other people have programmed it too. They're putting their input in and it's affecting you. And so you can change that all around. I totally believe it. And it might be some work. And you can also um, work with many people. Like I help people release fears and anger by using certain spiritual techniques that are very quick, quick, like the violet light. And, and everyone can call on divine light and divine love. They just, you just call on divine light and divine love to help you. And Picture it going all over your body um, and filling you up, and that'll that'll help your vibration stay higher too. Just call on it. Call on divine light and divine love, and picture sparkly white light all around your body, inside your body, and it helps heal your body. It helps heal your physical body, your emotional, mental body. There's so many things you can do, but start by saying positive things about what you want instead of negative. If you spend your life talking mostly about what you can't have or, or what you aren't able to receive or how bad you are. You're not going to get what you want. And I think a lot of people are just not aware that they're doing this. Mm-hmm. So working with a coach to sometimes help. I do do um, sessions with people and can help people. But um, that you can also help yourself so much by doing these things, by saying things 30 days in a row or ha- making them powerful in your life because you actually are attracting from your subconscious. And, and another thing is most people give up way too soon. They give up way too soon. They think they, if they don't have it within two weeks, they're, it's it's not meant for them or they can't do this. But sometimes it's meant to come later. It's always in divine timing and they need to just keep it up until they get it. I think that's one of the common pitfalls is people give up too early too. Mm -hmm. So there you go, Action Tribe. There are certain beliefs that have been ingrained within you since childhood. And because they've been there in your mind for such a long time, it becomes difficult to change. And sometimes those very beliefs create a level of fear that prevent you from manifesting the life of your dreams. The challenge is that this might not happen immediately because it's been there for such a long time. Through affirmations, you can rephrase your fears. And if you do it every day, if you say it out loud, if you write it down, after a period of 30 days, approximately, you might see and notice some changes because you're not eliminating your fear. Right, Susan? You are replacing it with more empowering beliefs based on the affirmation that you're sharing. Thanks a lot for sharing. I think this provides us a very new perspective a powerful perspective into reframing our thoughts. My question is, how did you first stumble upon the concept of the law of attraction? I think I I always knew how to attract what I wanted in my life. Now, I still have some doubts when they're bigger things for me, like um, maybe um, something that... uh, 
you know, it's a major job change, but all the little things used to always come real easily to me. And then when I heard about the law of attraction, I wanted to know what that meant because I thought, Mm -hmm. I I know this, I know this. And I know a lot of people know this. I do know most people know this. They've just forgotten it and need to be reminded because they've done it in many other places and many other times. But I just um, started picking up some spiritual books called the law of attraction. I thought, "I I really relate to this and resonate with this material. And I wanted to learn more about it so I could help other people attract what they want and have that life that they've come here for. I think everyone has come here in this lifetime to have a great life. That doesn't mean you're not going to have things happen that are going to be challenges because just living on Mm. earth, you are going to have challenges, which you signed up for when you came here. But I think we can have a lot better because the law of attraction is still happening regardless. It's still going on behind the scenes, but it's a wonderful thing to know that we can create the life that we want regardless of what comes our way. And I think stay, um, if you're going through anything that's difficult, try to look at it at least in neutrality and make it neutral because everything in the spirit world is neutral anyhow. Nothing is good or bad in the spirit world. It's all neutral. There's in, Until we put a charge to it, either positive or negative, it, it's neutral. So if you can just say, this is meant for me, this, this thing that I'm going through, this difficult situation is meant for me to learn from my soul growth, for more wisdom and knowledge and patience. And maybe I'm learning to love myself more. Because how many times have we ever gone through a difficult period, which you hated going through, but then maybe a couple years later, you said, wow, if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be who I am today. Mm-hmm. And I know most people can agree with that, that they look, they don't like it when they're going through it, but they, when they look back on it, they say, wow, I, if I didn't go through this, I would not be as strong as I am today, or I'd not be as wise about this. It gives us more wisdom. So we need to accept these things, first of all, but look at them neutral and say, okay, this is meant for me. This is meant for me to go through for my soul growth or someone else's soul growth that I've um, contracted with them. Because sometimes the people around you, you're, you're kind of in a little play with them and they've maybe are going through the biggest part of their soul growth and you are a participant in that and you've agreed to it and you're going to learn from it too. So everything is all good. It's all good. We just should not put such a big negative charge. We should either put a neutral charge or say, wow, I'm going to learn a lot going through this. We need to start looking at things a little bit differently than how we've been looking at them because there's mm-hmm. um, it's just a, a, just a different way to look at them because the energies coming in now are going to support us even more. Wonderful. So did you ever impart some of your spiritual knowledge to your school students as well? I'm sure I did it. I taught in public schools for the last 16 years and we are not allowed to really talk about religion or spirituality, but I can tell mm. you, yes, for sure I did. I'm sure I did in a way that wouldn't even be recognized by anyone. It's just your own life. It's your own life that's the biggest gift to people. And they say the biggest gift you can give to people is how you are in your life. Are you loving? Do you treat people with respect? Just people noticing that is the biggest gift you can give people. How is your life working? That's the biggest gift you can give to people. They'll notice that. And I'm sure the children around me and the, the teachers around me, everyone notices each other on, on a deep level, more, much deeper than we even realize. And I'm sure that's the gift I gave to them. And I'm hoping that's the gift I gave to them by just being a person who loves them regardless of their behavior or regardless of not knowing what they need to know for their spelling test. Or I'm hoping that I did impart that to all my students. 
So Susan, based on what you've shared, I'm sure many of our listeners listening to the show this very moment might have this one question on their mind. How do I start using the law of attraction to manifest my dreams? So is there a simple technique or strategy that you can share with us today? Yes, I would say number one, your thoughts. You have to be really aware of your thoughts and what your thoughts are doing because if you want something, being in a higher vibration is really going to help you with that if you want something. Try not to be negative like, oh, I... If you say you want a soulmate, you've been wanting a soulmate and you just haven't, it's ha- that soulmate hasn't come along and you want that person, but, but your thoughts are saying you really don't deserve a soulmate because a lot of people have those thoughts in the back of their mind. You really don't deserve this. So turn that into a positive affirmation. Um, my book goes into it more deeply, but um, you have to state your desire first of all and, and not make it too broad or too narrow. And I've given an example in my book about what too broad and too narrow is because a lot of people, they might, if they want a soulmate, they might say, I want someone who loves me Mm. unconditionally, but then they might have 50 people knocking at their door within a week. Um, That's a little bit too broad. And then too narrow, it gets too nitpicky. You know, I want someone with blue eyes and blonde hair and is six feet tall and is a lawyer and it lives 10 10 miles away from me. That's too nitpicky. So if you're asking for these things, and I've seen this before, that person may never exist or exist 10 years later in Germany. So um, it has to be something that you assent, that it's essential to you, but you leave the little, little, little things go that aren't that important. It's just the essential things you need with whatever you're trying to manifest. You don't want to be too broad. You don't want to be too narrow. Like I said, my book explains that pretty well, but I think some people are a little bit that way when they ask for things. It just takes a little practice because what happens is the universe will bring them those things and they'll say, "Uh uh-oh, I've got to change this around because I'm I'm having so many people that I didn't write this down that this is really essential for me to have this in my life. And also imagery really helps. Um, Say you want a trip to Hawaii, but you have no way of knowing how you're going to get there. One of the best things is have an affirmation everywhere you are, like on your counter, um, have it on your steering wheel of your car, in your bathroom, that you're going to be going on a trip to Hawaii. And um, make a vision board. Cut out some pictures of Hawaii and put yourself in those pictures. That even more deeply embeds that um, wanting to manifest that. And list your soul qualities. What are you going to get out of that? Are you going to get joy and and more love and more freedom and adventure? Those are soul qualities that you want to list when you're wanting that trip to Hawaii. And I'll guarantee you'll get them a lot faster like this. The more you look at, the more you say it, the more power you give it, the quicker you're going to get it. The more you have energies creeping in about, I I don't deserve this, I can't have this, only my neighbors can go to Hawaii, not me. The more you creep have that creeping in, you're going to cancel it out more. 51% of your energies have to go towards what you want, 51%, and you will definitely get it. And it's just a lot of people just give up too soon or they don't create enough power in it. They cancel it out themselves by those little fears creeping in saying, no, I really, this really is not going to work. This is not really going to work. And that's how they're unconsciously really, they're not aware they're canceling it out. So those are all little things that are in my book that can tell you, be careful about what you think about because you're going to get it, what you think about. The universe just says yes to you. Yes, yes, yes. I'm giving you what you want. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. You just have to be aware of that. So Action Tribe, to access the show notes for today's episode, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 142. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 142. 
Healthy plants and trees yield abundant flowers and fruits. Similarly, from a healthy person, smiles and happiness shine forth like rays of the sun. This is a powerful quote by BKS Iyengar. Action Tribe in academia, you learn a lesson and then you get tested. But in real life, you first get tested and then you learn a life lesson. So challenges are here to stay because they are here to serve you. But when you're facing an obstacle, when you're facing a difficult situation, you need all your strength and energy to overcome it. So always remember to exercise, eat well, meditate, think positively. That's what we're talking about a lot today because as BKS Iyengar so rightly said, from a healthy person, smiles and happiness stream forth like rays of the sun and those rays will give you the energy that you need. Now Susan, take us back to a time when you faced a major challenge or obstacle. Firstly, what was your initial reaction like and then how did you overcome that challenge? Well, let's see, this started way back when I was 26 years old and I started getting sick and I, I felt like I couldn't even get out of bed and I have gone to many medical doctors and I kind of played the medical waiting game, um, which meant, oh, come back in six months and we'll test you again. And it was very frustrating and really scary for me to go through this at that age. And I remember asking and maybe even saying this out loud, please help me. What should I do? What's my next step? And I remember um, I was cleaning that day and I normally didn't turn on the TV when I cleaned, but I just happened to want to intuitively turn on the TV. And there was a talk show and a man on this talk show was talking about a, a man who went into a trance. And he could see inside people's bodies and he could tell them what was wrong with them. And he was 98% correct on his diagnosis. And these people were not even in front of him. They were all around the whole world. He was just laying flat, kind of in a trance. He, He wasn't consciously aware what he was saying. But also he gave them advice on how to correct these conditions. And he was really right on for the people that followed them. And his name was Edgar Casey. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, AJ. Uh, yeah, his name is Edgar Casey, yeah. And I started reading some of Edgar Casey's books and I started um, reading about how to eat well and he got into spirituality and he got into general life information. And so I turned my health around completely, not with the doctor's help, but with reading about how to eat better and with his help. And I remember waking up one day, it was about a year later, it took me about a year. And I remember wake up, waking up and saying, wow, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with me. I feel the best that I've ever felt in my whole life. And a doctor hadn't really done anything for me. It was just a little work on my part asking for help. And then the, the, the right synchronicities were set up so that I would turn on the TV. I totally believe this. I would turn on the TV and hear this information. And I had to take action by going to look it up and follow the directions and it completely healed me. And it was it was the beginning of my spiritual journey and the hardest time in my life that I've ever gone through. But I'm so glad I went through it now. I'm so glad. This is what I'm saying. People can look back years later and say, wow, it wasn't fun during the time I went through this, but I'm so glad it, it happened because now I'm healthy and I can help other people who need this advice too. Wonderful. So as you look back at life now, in just one sentence, what is that major life lesson that you'd like to share with our listeners today? I think the major life lesson is love everyone. Love everyone and everything. Love the trees. Love animals. We're all equal. We're all equal. We tend to put ourselves in categories of who's above other people. We're above animals. We need to love everyone and see the love in everyone and everything because there's so much more to them and even animals and plants than we even know about. So spread the love, see the love in them and spread the love to other people. That would be the greatest thing that I could tell you that I've learned. 
Well, thanks a lot for sharing. You mentioned that you had health challenges early on and there was a lot of waiting involved and you did not get the right support or recommendation. And that's when you seeked for help. Uh, next thing you know, you saw a talk show where a man yes. in a trance would advise people on how to become healthier, what steps to take. And it was uh, seemingly impossible because he used to do all of this from a distance. He could see and perceive things from a distance. Edgar Casey, uh, I think so many people have written about him and uh, spoken about him. And you not only saw that show but you took actions yes. and then you believed in the synchronicities that followed and then you took more action in the sense that you were empowering yourself and it was like self-education and that's what a lot of our action takers are doing today because i'm sure that since that time things have changed and there are so many new avenues and new challenges you know in terms of how you can educate empower and transform your life you know you have podcasts you have webinars you have yes. tele summits and you have courses so i think as you mentioned early on uh, we're living in a beautiful world uh, but thanks a lot for providing us that perspective that uh, there is never a full stop and there's always a second opinion yes. uh, but you need to be at the end of the day a person who is behind your transformation and not depend completely on any person on the outside, right? Obviously, you have experts and, you know, you have uh, people who have practices for a long time, but you know your body deep down. And especially if you do, as you mentioned, meditation and affirmations and, uh, you know, really know what your soul aligns with the most, then you would have that confidence to know what's right and what's wrong for you. Yes. Thanks a lot for sharing this. I think this is really, really transformational. Action Drive, according to ancient tradition, there is a life transforming energy all around us, prana. When we take this energy in, our physical body and the internal organs are able to function properly. But in order to feel happy, in order to feel fulfilled, you need that element of contribution as well. Contribution to a noble cause, a community or an organization, whether you're teaching, whether you're giving your social services or whether you're consulting a friend on something new that they want to embark upon because that's what makes your spirit feel happy. You need both personal growth and nourishment as well as contribution and services because as BK's Iyengar once emphatically exclaimed, when you inhale, you are taking the strength from God. When you exhale, it represents the service you are giving to the world. And today, we are learning what it is to be mindful, what it is to recognize those thoughts, that negative pattern that's constantly in your mind and replace it with positive affirmations and breathe in and breathe out that negativity. So Susan, what is your life's calling as on today? Oh gosh, my life's calling. I think right now I'm doing my life calling. I think at every time in my life, I was doing my life calling for that period of time. But I think now I'm really passionate about helping people um, have this happy life and have, have a life that they can finally get rid of some of their fears and their their anger and jealousy and things that are a lower vibration. Like They're called third dimensional vibrations and they can rise up to have this happy life. I think that's what I'm meant to do right now and in um, teach people how they can do it, teach them the tools on how they can do it. And I think right now, this is my life calling and channeling. I've been working with channeling also, channeling the divine beings too. And it's probably, they're probably coming through right now in this call also, but that's also my life calling is to channel the divine beings and have them help assist me in this too. So as you look back at life now, was there ever a defining moment, a moment beyond which your life just changed? That moment was probably the moment I talked to you about when I was sick. I was, I was, 
was very sick. I actually thought I was going to die. It got pretty bad and I couldn't even get up out of bed. And that moment there was, I knew something had to change. Something had to change, but I didn't quite know what. But I just called on on for help. If you call, make that call for help. The help will come. Divine help will come. That's why I say, call for divine help and they'll set up synchronicities for you to be in the right places at the right time to help you out. But if you don't call on them, they say um, you have a free will and they can't interfere. So make that call. Just call out loud or say it to yourself. I, I need help. I need help with this. And they'll come. But that was probably the moment that really, there were other smaller moments in my life, but that was the big moment because it went on. I was sick for about two years mm-hmm. and that was the defining moment that got me into the right direction in my life that I was meant to be in, I think. That was the divining moment. Wonderful. So thanks a lot for sharing those insights, those You're stories, welcome. and those thoughts with us today. And I'm sure all of our listeners really know, and it's clear that you've been a teacher because you've done it so eloquently and so wonderfully. And you don't just shared with us, you taught us. So thanks a lot for that. And with that, we've arrived at the last round for today, the wisdom round. This round has just four questions and we do it in rapid fire style. So are you ready? Yes. What is the best advice that you've ever received? We are all one. We are all unified and we are all one. None of us is better. None of us is higher. We are all one. We're here all doing different things on the planet and we're all needed. Every single one of us is needed on this planet with what we're doing and we've all signed up for this and we're all equal. Name a personal habit that you'd like to recommend for our listeners today. I would say, if you want to say um, healthiness, I've learned that eating um, 80% alkaline, which is fruit and vegetables, and only 20% of the rest of the food, like meat, nuts, um, oils, and things like that, or breads and fruits, 80% should be alkaline. It really makes you feel better. I've learned that when I got sick. Also, Mm. sending in divine light and divine love every day to yourself. It's just a simple statement. Like I ask divine light and divine love to... um, fill me with divine light and divine love. And and anywhere you need help in your body, physical body, if you need help in your um, whatever you're having issues with, just send divine light and divine love. And they say, if you send this three times a day, you'll start getting healed there. And it's just very simple, but it's very powerful. So Susan, what is your morning ritual like? Or do you have a morning ritual in the first place? Oh, I do. I want to start the day out right. And I always call in the creator, all my guides and angels. I have crystals sitting on the table right near me. And sometimes I pick them up, the ones I feel that I need the most. And I've kind of studied crystals a little bit. And and, um, I call on all my guides and angels to help myself uh, with what I'm doing, but I also call on them to help my family, my friends, the planet, uh, the whole planet out and call on more love and light to bring in more love and light for the planet. I do this about a half hour every morning, but it makes me feel really good and it gets my day off to a really good start. I just wake up a little bit earlier to do this, but I find it changes my whole day. My whole day starts out on a really high vibration and I feel much happier and much healthier when I do this too. So what is your favorite crystal? Right now it's the Azer Light, Azer's Light. I think it mm. Azer's Light and it's supposed to be a very high spiritual crystal, one of the highest on the planet. And it's it's awesome. When I pick it up, I just feel it. I just feel the vibrations coming from it. It's a it's a quartz crystal, but it's a very high level quartz crystal and it's it's awesome. And you can get that online if you type that in. As is light, but it's it's very oh, wonderful. wonderful crystal, very wonderful crystal to work with and just hold and ask for divine light and divine light to uh, love to come in and it'll really assist you in whatever you want to do, whatever you want to call in. 
it will help get it there. Nice. So name a inspiring book that you'd like to recommend for our listeners. I'll tell you, <laughs> I've had so many books. It's really hard for me to pick one, but I'm going to say this one because back when I was first learning and getting on my spiritual path way long time ago, I loved this book. This book is called Spiritual Growth, Being Your Higher Self by Sanaya Roman. She also has other books, Living with Joy and Personal Power Through Awareness. And she, the reason I like it is because it's one of those books that you can pick up. And if you have a problem, you ask for help from the book and you you just leaf through the book and it'll stop at the right page and give you the right answers. It's an Mm. awesome book. It's by Sanaya Roman. R-O-M-A-N, being your higher self, spiritual growth, being your higher self. And she has two others. They're all awesome and they're very simple to understand at all. It all kind of gets you there, what we were talking about today, how to be your higher self. So we'll definitely have that book in the show notes. Action Tribe, as I shared earlier, to access today's show notes, visit my7chakras.com forward slash 142. That's my7chakras.com forward slash 142. So Susan, thanks a lot for coming on our show today. Before you go, tell us one thing that you are grateful for and tell us the best way we can find you online. I'm grateful for being on the planet this time. I think that just realizing this and everyone realizing this is is awesome because right now, a lot of people don't know this, but there are people who couldn't come through because there's not enough bodies to come through. But we've been selected to come through to the planet at this time. And it's an awesome time to see changes happening in our world because um, we're going from a third dimensional planet to a fifth dimensional right now, which is it's never been done. And it's just a high spiritual time. And I'm very thankful to be here and help bring in light and love. And this is what everyone mm-hmm. is here for. So I feel grateful for that. Uh, how do we find you online? I have a website called www.youressentialhappiness.com. And you can also call me. My phone number is on there. And you can email me, sue at youressentialhappiness.com. And I offer coaching sessions. I do angel card readings, which are wonderful, empowering things too, because I can tell you who some of your guides and angels are and give you some information that they want to share with you. And it's very empowering. And um, also my book on there is, it's an ebook, but I also have hardback books, hardcover books that are at home that I send out to people if they want the hardcover, the hard copy. I don't have it on Amazon. And the reason I don't is because when I first started speaking, you can't sell anything. You can't take it with you wherever you go. And I wanted to sell it to the groups I was speaking to. And I've never put it on Amazon, but it's available on my website in an ebook. Or if you write to me or call me, I can send it to you. I can mail it to you. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for sharing. So the website, Action Tribe, is youressentialhappiness.com. And if you want to mail Sue directly, it's sue at youressentialhappiness.com. We'll have both the links in the show notes so that if you are driving or you couldn't take stuff down, you can always go to the main link, which is my7chakras.com forward slash 142, and you'll find all the other links along with the show notes stated there. So Susan, thank you so much for coming on our show. Thanks for reminding us about the power of the law of attraction and taking us one step closer to a human revolution. Thank you so much for having me. I loved being here. Thank you so much, AJ. You were listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to mysevenchakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired, and take action. Transform your life today. Thank you.